Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Subject to Change is here, and we're a mess. We are a mess, folks. Tom and I both have not showered. He just came from a workout. I just had practice. But hey, anything to bring you guys the content that you need to get you through the rest of the week, right? Because the Dodgers just won the World Series, and in celebration, they said, hey, everybody gets COVID. Screw it. We just won everything. Everybody's going to get it now, okay? And the NBA is going to restart here, I think, on Christmas, possibly. I feel like they just finished playing. But we got a lot to talk about. Tom, other than the fact that you smell bad, how are you doing today? This is either going to be the best or worst podcast we've ever done because we're kind of falling apart right now. I can't tell you how mad I was about I don't watch baseball. Like, this is the only time we're ever going to talk about baseball. I'm so mad at the whole entire situation last night. I, I Do you know what happened? Did you say I haven't watched the game last night? No, absolutely not. I do not watch baseball. My dad took me to a game when I was like six, fell asleep. Took me to a game when I was 11, fell asleep. Don't even get to like the third inning. It's not not exciting. Sorry. Go ahead. So I, I have this weird emotional thing. And like, I don't know. People might think this is weird. I love watching teams win the championship. Like I will turn on any championship for the last 10 minutes just to watch them celebrate. Like, I don't know if it's like, I don't know. But so I turned this game on in the eighth inning and they're talking about how this guy isn't playing one of their best players. They don't know why it comes out like right after the game that he got, he tested positive for COVID in the middle of the game. They took him out. And I was like, well, that's weird that he was even able to play. That was bad enough, right? That he was allowed on the field probably with COVID. But the worst part was after the game, he came back out to celebrate. He was raging with the team, mask off sometimes for some team pictures. And people are arguing that like, good for him. Like he, he played all season. He should be able to celebrate. Who cares about COVID? Okay. I'm probably going to catch some flack for this, but I, I kind of agree. <sighs> I would you mean be, Stephen A. Smith. First of all, I would be, I would be pissed at my team doctors. I would be like, yo, that's something you just keep that to yourself and tell me and my family are done celebrating and we'll handle it then. You know what I'm saying? He already, he already had it. He tested positive. He was in the game. Not that in baseball that you're even close to anybody. You have to scream across the field. Nobody's even in the stands, even when it's not COVID. Let's, I mean, I'm really trash in baseball right now. And I don't really mean to because they're great athletes. But seriously, if he just won a championship and, yeah, he's got a little COVID. All right, get out there. Try to stay six feet. Pop a bottle and then probably go into quarantine right after. I mean, they're going to party hard. Not going to lie. You know, baseball players are a little crazy. So they're probably all going to need about two weeks to recover, you know, get over their hangovers and start back anyway. So they're all going into quarantine. I say it's fine. I don't know. My Is that messed up? Am I going to get crucified for that? I mean, a lot of people are making that argument, but it's just he was like kissing his wife who there was the argument there was like she already has COVID if he has COVID kiss away. Then he Not was sweet. like hugging his boys. And they were like, well, if he has COVID, they probably already have COVID hugged away. And then he was next to his manager who used to have cancer. And they were like, well, he's like kind of six feet apart and kind of outside. And I was like, none of this is good. But the funny thing is, not funny. He, d- he deleted all the negative comments on his Instagram. So his Instagram, all the comments just look like, you're the best person ever. Way to be safe. Good job. Way to be smart. And he deleted all the negative ones. Um, you delete negative comments on your, your IG? Be honest. No, but no, but I might. That's actually a great idea. It's all I about just started acting. doing it. Really? Well, I just started posting myself more on overtime and like, I don't know, once in a while when they come at me, I'm like, well, you know, I have the power. I might as well take it out here. 
just a little little quick swipe. Ah, oh, that that never happened. That one kind of hit close to home. I'm crying. Swipe gone, gone, gone like that. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we don't love baseball, but we do love a good celebration. We love a good party. And LA went. They got kind of rowdy last night. 18 arrested. Um, there were 75 people arrested when the Lakers won. And now they're talking about like LeBron wants a parade and all that. I mean, I don't know. I just I don't know what to do there. I, the way I view it, look, it's been how many years since the Dodgers have won a, a World Series? Somebody told me this today. First chip, a, 30, long, a long time. 30 plus years, right? If, if you're a diehard Dodgers fan, look, I know we got a crazy thing going on in our world right now, but if you're going to go celebrate, first of all, you've already crossed the line because, you know, oh, you can't do that, COVID, whatever. But if you're going to go celebrate – you may as well get arrested. That's the way I view it. If you're going to be a casual fan, look, look if you're a casual fan and you got to go to your accounting job, you know, on Monday or, you know, whatever today is, Wednesday, you got to go, you know, you miss a couple of days of work. You got a good story out of it. Don't hurt anybody or break anything. But look, Philly does it really well. I think the whole city gets arrested. They win anything and the whole city gets arrested swear it's on fire the city's on fire but everybody's just like okay and then it gets too crowded they let everybody out and everybody goes back to back to work or school and it's fine i i say go hard or go home i agree with the whole party thing but the whole thing is like a lot of the people either go looting or they like shatter glass and like no part of me when i'm excited or partying is like you know what i need to do right now break an entire glass window or like rob this store like no part of me says that but you brought up a really good point Philly does it best. And I think Spencer has a very good Philly fan story. Spencer, what do you have for us? Philly people, I can't, I don't figure them out here. So Philly people are crazy. And, and first of all, I think you said it best, Tom, like, um, yeah, let's not break stuff. We don't need to get arrested. And I think this story is a perfect example of how to go hard um, when, uh, and not get arrested, not, not technically do anything illegal. But in 2018, uh, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I don't know if you remember this, guys, or followed, but uh, a particular Philly fan, and we have the video. I don't think we can show the video on the podcast. But, um, but, but this fan, after being egged on by his, uh, his friends, basically there was, there was a police horse, and the horse, you know, took – you know, took an exit, took a little poop, you know, big stump on the ground. And, you know, this fan kind of brought on the crowd. Let's do it. Let's do it. And he just went to town. He ate, he ate the horse. What? Wait, there's an actual video of this? Click the link, buddy. Oh my goodness. Wait, Tom, did you just, Tom, did you just say something about Odell? Oh my God, dude. Come on. We don't got to go Come on. Could you imagine? No. No, I I couldn't. That's that's not my forte. And Spence, he didn't get paid to do this. There wasn't like, it was just he was doing it for the cameras for like his friends. I mean, he did it and then he looks right back up at the camera and was just smiling, man. Why do you smile? Horses are big. That's where COVID started, I think. He's patient zero, 100%. 100%. Tell I don't get horse police on that one. My goodness. Do you want, why, why are there horse police? Hey, Sean. 
What do you mean? Why? Yeah, I don't know about that. Like, doesn't uh, feel like a fair fight. No. And you ever see a horse kick something or someone? Yes. Hey, Sean, can you make sure you turn your Wi-Fi off on your phone so I so it doesn't go out? Thanks. Oh my God, you sound like my girlfriend. It doesn't work like that. Yes, it does. You're not working on like a high-powered like government computer where you guys are like pulling Wi-Fi from the middle of the earth. Like you're trying, he's trying to text someone. Don't don't start talking to me about technology. I don't know anything, and I get confused and I start crying. I don't want to go there. All right. Wait, Spencer, are you still here? Yeah. What's up? Would you do it? Like, or do you have a friend that would do that? Oh, I'm sure I, yeah, I know people that would do it. I'm not going to call them out on the pod, but no, you, no, that's not happening. Overtime, Sam. Like, uh, Jordan, if one of your teammates had to do it, who would it be? Ooh. I don't know if any of my college teammates would. I got a few high school teammates who have like some screws loose, 100%. Would, oh, would. Like, so, so here's a fun one. Like, if, if you got, you do it and you immediately get, a million Instagram followers. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Tom. 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 Okay, Tom. so here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? A million Instagram followers, like real ones, like I could probably make like $5 million a year off of that. Off a million? Yeah, you yeah. know. I'm really good at what I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So you're, I, you're, I don't you're, think I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. So not for a million. God, what a messed up generation we live in now. It used to be, hey, I'll give you five bucks. You know what I mean? If you eat that like uncrustable that's been on the, the lunchroom floor for a week, it was all about money. And now it's like, I'm, what about followers? You want some followers? God, Wait, I'll bre- I did all the therapy. Dude, I did a poll on overtime story the other day, similar to this. I can't, I'll bring it next time. It was like, would you rather have 10,000 or a million followers or a million dollars? And I was shocked at how many people picked the followers over the money. Um, now that that's a little different because I do see how, like, I mean, if, if you have diehard followers and people like fan fans, that, that does generate like long-term stuff, depending on yeah. how you use it. I get that. But it, I think it's just hilarious how all of a sudden our culture shift from like, would you do this for a million, five million? And now it's like, would you do this for $5 million or followers or, you know what I mean? I just think it's yeah. funny. All right. Speaking of uh, someone with a lot of followers who definitely makes a lot more money than that. Um, yesterday we had this, we had this thing, we had this conference that we set up for all these young kids. And when we were lucky enough, Kevin Durant came on it. So our boss, Dan, our CEO, he interviewed KD on it. And he asked him a really cool question. I want to know how you feel about it. So if you could get up and leave on an alien spaceship today and explore another universe, but never come back, would you do it? So like you're hopping in a, in a plane or a spaceship and you're off to Mars and you get to do all that cool stuff out there, but you're never coming back here. Would you do it? It's pretty cool. By, by myself? I'll give you a friend. Sure. I get one friend? Yeah. Um, hmm. Now, that's a good question. Dan should probably take your spot on the pod and like really, because if he's going to ask these kind of questions, we could go all day. I don't, I don't know if I could do it. Now, I do like the premise of just completely leaving. <laughs> this sounds really morbid. Leaving Earth and just like 
getting away from all the Toms and all the TikToks <laughs> and all the, the everything that's wrong. Tom, I dig you way too much. I'm sorry. I love you. But seriously, I would like to just, I do understand the fact that it's intriguing to just get up and leave. Um, but I don't know if I could do that because I don't know what I'm getting into out there. So I'm going to take the route of no, but I do in my life want to eventually just go off the grid. I would rather do Montana over Mars, like just go in the woods. Nobody talk to me. Let me just, you know, chop wood and, uh, and, you know, cook meals over a fire. That's cool. Mars, wherever. No, thank you. What about you? So I, I had the same exact immediate reaction to you. I was like, wow, that sounds pretty cool. But like, could I really do it? But, but KD put it in, this is why KD's way better than us at everything, put in the best perspective ever. He was like, let me think about that. And he, he like got really deep on it. And he was like, I'm sure we'll, we'll show the clip, but he was like, I've won two MVP. I've won two uh, championships. I won an MVP. I don't know if he went into like the Olympics and everything. He's like, I still got a lot more I want to do on, on earth first. And I was like, Oh my God, like he like didn't accomplish enough yet. And that's his reason for not wanting to go. He wants to accomplish more here. And I was like, well, I haven't done any of those things. So I guess I have to stay also. Just a, just a subtle little flex there. A little humble brag. He's like, ah, oh, let me see two MVPs championship. I do like the fact that he's got more to prove, but I don't know. Hey, but wait, guys, but Jordan won a, a state championship in high school. You know, he's basically. Whoa, 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 whoa. Two, two state championships. Junior, senior year or what? Sophomore, senior year. Sophomore. Oh, senior. I do want to know what happened in junior year one time, but we'll talk about it later. Uh, I, a lot of guys got hurt. Oh. Yeah. There's always something to put it on. I'll hang it on that one. Your sophomore year, were you uh? Were you, the, were you the number one guy too, or you had some older kids who were good also? All right, to, to, to go into it just briefly, we did have like, we had a, we had a very good team my sophomore year, um, but it was all because of, and if there's high school basketball players out here, and I'm gonna get serious for a brief second, if there's high school basketball players listening to this, one thing I will tell you is in my years of high school, uh, my sophomore year, the reason we were so good in my opinion and did end up winning a state title is because we had, me and another sophomore who I would say were the, the more, most talented kids on a team. And then we had two seniors who were talented, but they knew what me and, you know, my best friend, Adam, I can throw him out there, whatever, could do. And a lot of high school basketball teams, when it comes down to it and the culture behind everything is that seniors kind of get to do everything, call all the shots, take all the shots, do all this kind of stuff. You want to win a state title. You want to be successful in anything. You have to have unselfish seniors who are leaders, but at the same time, don't care that it doesn't have to be about them. And our two guys, Dalton Erdman, Marcus Moreau, shout out to my boys. Those two guys were the reason that we won a state championship my sophomore year, 100%. And it's exactly what I tried to do my senior year is have faith and rely on those younger players, instill confidence. It's got to be a whole team thing. So that's my serious point for the day. I'll get back to screwing around. That is a really good point. And uh, that is very important. And that is probably why KD wants to stay on earth and keep doing things. Um, I'm with you, though, that I would love to go one year just in Montana solo. Like, you think you, first of all, you couldn't do Montana. I don't think you got it in you, Tom. I don't think I you think. Got it. You're way too New York City. Once you live in that city, it's over for you. 
You're done. You you become part of that city. I don't do the city though. Spencer can come back on here. I might be the worst city person ever. Yeah, Tom does. Tom doesn't <laughs> live in New York City. Do not put Tom in New York City. Tom lives in but I'm not West. <laughs> Tom lives there, okay? Like, I'm, I'm in the woods. Fixed. He lives in the woods. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't right. come to the city. He's antisocial. All right. All right. Maybe you can do Montana, Tom. My fault. I'll, I'll give that to you. Maybe you can. Just for a year. No, I, I want to. Look, I want to do whatever I got to do. I want to play. I want to coach. I might want to do some different things. I want to stick around the game of basketball as long as I can. And then when I'm done, I am done. I want to literally just go fish and hunt and do nothing drink coffee and jack daniels and that's pretty much all i'll live off of i would love for that to be my life are we the only people that think like that because like i have the same thing where i'm on my phone 24 7 right now like posting i love my job i'm obsessed with it but i'm i always have in the back of my head like there's gonna be this end of the movie scene for me where it's like I don't know if you've seen the TikTok trend right now, but they show like the end of movies. It's hilarious. Where it's me it's like, yeah, where it's me being like, you know, no more posts. And I just throw my phone into a river and I never see it again. And I just like sail off into the sunset. And it's like look magic. back at the camera and wink and then the credits roll. Yeah, exactly. Really, so, really I love it. I love it. I'm glad we have that, that ending scene. So if we're not KD and we don't end up on Mars, we'll, we'll end up in Montana. I don't even like people knowing where I am. You won't know where I am. I will fall off the face of the earth gladly. And I can't wait to do it. But right now we have a podcast to run. All right. Let's talk more about the stupid crap that involves followers and all this stuff. Ronnie James. Okay. Found out. <laughs> he's got 5.7 million followers on Instagram. If you care, great. If you don't, that's also fine. But it is a significant amount of people. Let's be honest. It's a lot of people following a 16-year-old kid who they're saying is the most influential high school basketball player ever right now. Thoughts? Thoughts? It's insane. And, and remember, it's only in like 18 months. I think he, he started his Instagram like last June or April or something. Um, it's tough. I, I want to say Lamelo or Zion or guys that have done it before, guys that have gotten to the league. I mean, the person who said this, there, there was a source that, that said that he's the most influential ever. They're, they're putting him above his dad, like LeBron, who, I mean, was the biggest high school player ever. And I'm curious how many followers LeBron would have had in high school. But I mean, Brownie is just starting his sophomore year. He's 16 and he, he's got influence. And the question that people want to know now, like, obviously they got to see like what happens with his career. It looks like he's going to be a really good basketball player. It looks like he could be a pro video, a pro gamer. He already is basically. And like all the different things that he has at his disposal to do, what does he end up doing? But I'm still going to give the edge to Lamelo, And I know oh, that's really, really. I, no I, Shocker of the started social media late. What, uh, what do you got? I'll explain why I pick Lamelo, but who do you got? Here, here's what I got. Look, I don't know what, you know, I ate this morning or what's going on. But I'm super on this whole anti, I don't care about the followers. I don't care about this or that. Your subscriptions don't matter to me. Okay. Let's, I would love, and this doesn't mean that Bronny isn't this person, but I want to see the, the shift back to who's just the best basketball player in high school basketball. Forget his influence. Forget if he, you know, reps phase clan, you know, let's just go back to 
who's the best hooper out there? Because when LeBron, you know, pops was in high school, it wasn't about everything else. And and I understand that there's a balance to be had and all this stuff. But hey, Bronny, happy that you got your 5.7. You're going to do a lot with it. But all I really care about at the end of the day is when you suit up for Sierra Canyon and go against Imani Bates this year or whoever you got to go against, you try to tear his head off and he tries to tear your head off. That is what matters. Who is the best basketball player in high school basketball right now? That's my question, Tom. Let's 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 uh let's pinball off this a little bit. Forget IG. Who is the best high school basketball player in your mind right now? It's a tough question. It's a really tough question, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say seniors down, right? So we don't get the Jalen Greens, we don't get the Josh Christopher's. Those guys are starting G League in college right now. So we're oh, talking yeah, about yeah. like in, in, yep, in high school right now. We're talking Chet Holmgren, Amani Bates. I'm going to throw Mikey in there. The kid ranked ahead of Mikey is DJ Wagner. Elijah Fisher is a kid in Canada. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I'm forgetting kids in that, that class above. I mean, Dior Johnson's a kid a lot of people know and love. I think he's third in his class. Uh, if I had to say right now, Amani by a mile, as far as his best player, the, the hard thing is, and we're going to see it this year, is we haven't gotten a chance to really see him go against a lot of older kids yet because – uh, he didn't get an AU season this year. The previous year he played 15 or 16 U. So it was like the same age group as Bronny. Uh, and he played at, you know, a more, I don't know if it was a public school, but they played only in Michigan last year from what I remember. And this year they're going to fly to Texas. They're going to go all over the place. So Amani is like the highest ranked player since maybe like AD and LeBron. Uh, but it probably goes Amani and I'm not sure who's a close second. Do you, do you have any thoughts on it? Yeah, see, I'm 100% going with Imani Bates. Imani Bates is the best high school basketball player that I've at least seen in my time here on earth. Like, and I know that's not a significant amount of time, but Imani Bates, in terms of resembling Kevin Durant and guys like that, at his height, with his skill set. Now, this isn't to be, you know, confused with the fact that Sky Clark, um, that Sky Clark, Dior Johnson, some of these guys aren't like extremely skilled, maybe more skilled than Imani when it comes down to it. But with how much skill Imani does have and the fact that he's what, six, what, nine, 10, 11? I think he's like, yeah, they listen to like six, eight, but it looks like he's still going. It, it, yeah, he does. And, and the difference is, is he's not, I've seen a lot of guys at six, eight, six, nine in high school, you know, super talented, but they play the game, you know, kind of relaxed and just chill. And honestly, some games, they just fall into the weeds. Imani Bates, at least from what I've seen, and I'm going to follow him closer this year, he plays with such a dog mentality. He does go out there and try to rip people's heads off. So I'm excited to see that side because as a basketball purist, that's what you want to see. I don't care, you know, how many people want to take pictures after the game. I want to see who goes out there and wants to win. At the end of the day, I think Imani Bates – is the hardest basketball player in high school right now. I'm excited to watch him. I don't, he should never, never touch a college court ever, ever. Damn. He's already committed to Michigan state. So there's two things that don't touch it. Go that add on to what you said. And I think it's, it's probably why you like him so much. I think it's why basketball people like him so much. The first thing is just a quick thing. I think last night it happened ESPN or this weekend, ESPN had a bunch of high school games and they had on a graphic top, top five scorers in high school basketball. It was just scorers. Uh, and it had Chet on there. It had Jabari Smith. He's a kid uh, down South. They had a bunch of other kids on there, but they didn't have Amani on it. 
and he put it on his story and I'm going to get into Amani's Instagram in a second, but he put it on his story. Like, all right, bet. Or like something like that. We have the screenshot. It was basically like, all right, I heard you. And yeah. to be honest, I looked at it and I was like, oh, they only named seniors. I think and like Amani's a junior right now, yeah. but he just like transformed it into like, oh, they're, they're calling me out. Like, even if he doesn't care what class is like, I should be on this list. Uh, and so I agree with you on the mentality thing. It's different than a lot of high school kids I've seen. And with that, it goes back to the original point. He doesn't care about social media at all. It seems um, like he's not someone that's, I, I think he has one Instagram post up right now. He's one of those people that like posts and deletes. And I don't know if you have any friends who do that, but I'm very curious why athletes are obsessed with posting things and then deleting them <laughs> and like cleaning their stuff up. No, but, uh, the, the thing that I have with that is to each his own you know, I use mine as kind of like a hybrid. I try to, you know, do a lot of basketball stuff. Most of my pages, all that, but you know, with the podcast or, you know, anything else I'm doing off the court, I feel like that's cool to throw in there too. Um, and I'm active on social media, maybe not, you know, hyperactive like you, Tom, but from the time I do have, I'm on there. Yeah. The guys so I do, I do love are like the Colin sections of the world. Like there's something, something to be said about those guys too, who, you know, coming up through, through high school and stuff. I remember that was the storyline. He didn't have, you know, he didn't even have a smartphone. He didn't care. I love yeah. that. You know, he didn't have an Instagram. He didn't worry about that. His brother ran some of his stuff or whatever. Yeah. He killed us. We used to want to work with him and be like, all right, DM his brother. I was like, that's not really what I'm trying to do here. Right. Exactly. But I, I love that. I love that part of, uh, you know, Imani. I love that part of Colin. It's, it's something I definitely respect even though it's not something I emulate necessarily because like I said, teach his own, but it is a, it's a big thing with him. You can tell he's got it in his eyes. He's going to, he's going to open some eyes too this year. I want to make sure I don't forget one name on that list that we talked about earlier, Jaden Hardy. He's a kid that is like blowing up right now. He's about to be a senior. I'm pretty sure. Um, he He's going to challenge Imani and Chet for being the best player in the country this upcoming season. He, if you, I think this past week he had like six or seven different top high school, top college NBA players, like putting his name out there and that he's the kid who's like NBA shooting guard style. So I'll throw him in the mix too, but I think we agree that Amani is just by far number one. And then guys like Mikey and Bronny are, are just younger and we'll, we'll see what happens with them. Yeah. We'll see what happens. They're obviously, you know, huge names on social media and all that stuff. And that's great. But hey, at the end of the day, you got to be you got to be able to perform and hoop. So, and they all can do that. But we'll we'll see to what level. Um, let's talk about NBA starting possibly on Christmas Day. I don't know if you saw that. I mean, shoot, I just carved my pumpkin. It's October twenty eighth, and we're talking about in two months that the NBA is starting back up after they just got through a gauntlet that which was the bubble, a great setup and everything. But man. Two, two month turnaround for some of these guys. I was just talking to Tyler Hero, um, you know, this week. He's down in Turks and Caicos. You think he's thinking about the NBA restart right now? He has no care in his mind about basketball. He's thinking about recovering, taking a load off, and just relaxing, which I think they all deserve, especially Miami Heat and the Lakers, who, you know, went the distance. So I don't know. Is it too soon? Should Silver push it back? But then again, in a normal year, they're already going right now, or at least getting ready to. So the way I, my first impression was like, what, that's way too soon. Like you're going to get players get hurt. Players are going to hate this. The reason they have to do it is because, and it's going to be a 72 game season. So a little bit shorter than a normal year, obviously with 82, they have to do it 
because it gets them on track for the following year. And also there's like billions of dollars at stake. And that's why they feel like they have to do it. But I'm with you. Like, I know a lot of players haven't played at all. Like you think about Trey Young, like Trey Young's got to be dying to get into a game. Like he didn't get to go to the bubble or anything. Um, but it just feels like a really tough time, especially when like, let's be real. The, the league revolves around LeBron in a lot of ways. And he's going to year what, 18 now. And he just played the longest season ever. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think it'll be really tough, but I know why they have to do it. Do you, they're saying maybe that those best players, Danny Green came out and said like, Hey, maybe LeBron doesn't play the first month of the year. Maybe other guys don't play the first month of the year. What do you think about players doing that? I don't know. Half the players do load management on a normal year and they just, you know, kind of play whenever they want, make sure they're in playoff position and just rock out. And I think that's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with it. Would I like to see everybody play every single game? Yes. But you know, you know, people who sit on any of these ESPN platforms or, you know, the big time things and freak out about all oh, LeBron or Kawhi's not playing tonight, you know, we're coming up to playoff time and they're just taking a day off. Don't really understand what playing at a high level for that long. I mean, shoot at the division one level playing, I don't even know what we play 35, 40 some games when you're playing that many and you're on the road and the travel, that stuff wears on you recovery and we're 18 to 22 year olds. These guys, you know, LeBron and some of these older players in the league, they're getting up there. And, and if they're going to continue to play at their highest level for a hundred plus games, would you just leave them alone about a load management day when they're playing? I don't know. I'm not even going to throw a name out there, but you know what I'm saying? I just think that Skip Bayless and everybody else wants to get all riled up just because they love doing it and it gets views. But do guys really need to play every single game out of that 102? There's strategy behind it. You know, LeBron, I don't yeah. think he played for the first month. I think that's fine. Yeah, I disagree with you, Jordan. I like, here's, here's what I think, dude. Sorry about this, but I can't just sit back and listen to this. Um, I mean, you heard, up today, folks. You, up. you heard what the Clippers said. All, all of Kawhi's teammates were saying about his whole load management BS. Yeah, they hate it. The reality is these guys are paid tons of money to play, go out and play the game of basketball for the fans and, and, and for their teammates. And then you've got guys like LeBron James, who what, what does he say? He puts $2 million a season into his body. Yeah, Jordan, West Virginia isn't putting $2 million a season into your body. Like they are doing this on purpose for these players. Michael Jordan used to do it. Scottie Pippen used to do it. Hakeem Olajuwon used to do it. Why can't these guys do it? Oh, here we go. Here comes the old heads. Yeah, look at, you know, Jordan used to do it. No, I will give you that. I will give you that. And they played in a more physically dominant league where you were allowed to, like, drop kick people. I will give you that. Like, they were playing WWE basketball at the time against the bad boys. And, look, I don't – don't get me wrong. I don't love the fact that they do it, but I do understand why they do it. You know what I mean? I, I, I get it. I do get it. It's a crazy schedule. And were they playing the same amount of games in Jordan's era? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the same amount? Yeah. yeah. With less less rest. That's the whole thing. The Warriors beat, you know, the, the Bulls hold record. What, 70? What was 72 it? 72 and 10. Wait, Jordan, I have two questions for you. Yeah. All right. What uh one do they ever talk about load management in college? Because I know you guys do have no right. Like it's not even a discussion. I got a small story for you. Like if you if you want to say something about 
oh, my legs hurt or I'm tired, like that, that doesn't fly. That's a no fly zone around here, especially at West Virginia, where we pride ourselves on being the hardest working team in the country. You figure it out. That's one, that's one thing like one of our, one of our guys and myself, this might be a little too much information, but uh, nature called like three or four times last night. Uh, so not good. Woke up. I'm real pissed. The lights are really bright. I'm just like kind of trying to get through it and get back into my bed. But I woke up not feeling great. And we had three hour practice today. All right. So and we're four weeks out from our first game against Texas A&M. You don't get to walk in and be like, oh, coach, my stomach hurts. Like, can I just chill today? That doesn't work. You, yeah, you can chill today. And then you won't play for, you know, four months either. Ever. So, you no, know, that load management isn't a, isn't a conversation for good reason, especially at the college level. You're not playing 100 Yeah, you don't need it. No, that's, that's the first thing they say. Guys get a little too big, and then they're like, okay, you know, they might be on some draft boards. And then they start, you know, thinking they can kind of chill some days or whatever. Uh, or say, you know, I need to go recover or do this or that. And then, you know, hugs old school as he is. And that's why I love him says, uh, and, and you expect to play 80 more games, right? And you can't do this. You expect to play 80 more games at the next level. You know, just take some things that you know, load management isn't in college and it never will be because that just is not needed. All right. All right. I, my other question was obviously back when you played AAU, you could play I don't know what the most games you ever play in a weekend. I mean, I personally played, I think, like seven, eight games in one weekend. Like, could you go back and do that right now? No. Uh, and, like, do you wish you didn't do that? That's a good point. I think I think kids play too many games um, with AAU. I don't, I don't see really any point in playing, like – non live events other than like one maybe just to get everybody on the same page and used to playing together but the way i look at au is it's all about earning scholarships yeah it's about winning games and stuff like that but every au coach will tell you um that their goal is to just get kids to the next level so no i i don't think i don't think i could do it right now especially where you know we're practicing three hours a day my body hurts all the time and i don't know at 16 I was cool with it, but I kind of wish I would have probably saved a little mileage and I'm probably going to want that when I'm, you know, 35 plus and hopefully still playing somewhere. So I don't know. Yeah. I think kids play too much nowadays. Are you catching dunks right now? What? No. I dunked I like thought... three times in my life. Three times. I got all of them on video, but no, no, I'm not catching. Sometimes going into a season, you know, you're feeling good. These first four weeks, five weeks, six weeks are hell. Nobody's feeling good. If somebody's trying to tell you like, oh man, everybody's amped up and ready to go. No, these are like, this is hell week for the, you know, seals. Not that it's anywhere close to as hard, but this is our hell week. This is the tough, you know, point of the season where you're just going against your guys. Nothing's, it's just like the twilight zone. You're just, you know, keep going through the same, things over and over and over and over and then finally you get to the game but no right now I'm not feeling great Tom I couldn't even probably slap the backboard but it's okay because I don't have to okay but true or false and I'm so hyped right now because you're probably gonna think about me when this happens during on the first game of the year in layup lines are you potentially gonna be like hey maybe I could dunk right now 
Like, oh, you're yeah, just so I, I could probably punch game one. Layup lines are a different story. Layup yeah. lines are a different yeah. story. Everybody all of a sudden gets bouncing layup lines. But no, okay, cool. I, probably <laughs> I probably still won't try it because I'm, like, old. And if I do something, I'll be like, ah, oh, my knee or my back. You know, I have to worry about these things now. I have to take probiotics. No, I don't. But I'm Well, we can't have you get too out of shape and too old because one day you could be a movie star. And with that being said, the Giannis family, I'm not going to pronounce hey, your last name. Hey, Tom, hey, your segues today, whew, they're on board. I don't know why you messed that one up. You had it rolling, but go ahead. The Giannis family, I'm not going to pronounce their last name. They're, they're making a Disney movie on their family. So we got Giannis. I don't know. How to, I don't know all their names. Thonis, there's an Alex in there. Uh, they're looking for people to play them in a movie. And I, I don't think that either one of us are probably getting a callback, but I don't know. Movie on your life, who plays you? Who's going to play you? Yeah. Ooh, who would I want to play me? Mark Wahlberg. Me and him have a similar definition in terms of muscle mass and all that kind of stuff and just sense of humor. You know, a lot of people are like, yo, you remind me a lot of, you know, young Mark Wahlberg. So young Mark Wahlberg, he was a problem. Yeah. You ever I seen mean, the movie with Mark Wahlberg, uh, Four Brothers? You mean the best movie of all time? Yes. Shut up. You've actually watched the movie. Okay. We can actually. Yeah, anything with like, any movie like that, I've probably seen. No, that's, that's good stuff. I saw a clip of that. I saw, I just wanted to make sure we're on the same. You haven't thing. seen the whole thing? Huh? You haven't seen the whole thing? Yeah, I have. I saw a clip of it today. Uh-oh. Where he walks in and he's like dribbling around, and then all of a sudden he pulls out the strap and everybody backs up. You know, he takes the basketball during the game. Dude, Mark Wahlberg may be the coolest, but he should be in the running for coolest person on earth, right behind like Matthew McConaughey. In that movie, I'm definitely Mark Wahlberg, though. You're like the little brother who dies in a very tragic way. But Jesus, okay, okay. You Great. Good. That's how you know you're a bad actor when you get called up for like one of those roles that you just die right away. Get them out of here type thing. And then Spencer's Andre 3000 and I don't know who's playing Tyrese. Um, but anyways, who do you think's playing Giannis? Do you got anyone? It's got to be a seven footer since they were like nine. Wait, wait okay. So they're going to make a movie about the Giannis brothers, but it's not like a documentary. Like they're not actually using the no. brother Giannis. Well, so Giannis put in the tweet that they're just the Kikumpo bros. Like you keep calling them the Giannis brothers. Yeah, come on, let's go. I don't. I feel I get really subconscious about pronunciation, but um, no, I I think that they're looking for people to play them when they were younger. Like I think Giannis is going to play himself now, but like Giannis can't play eleven year old Giannis. But hold on, he can't act. There's no way this man can act too. I would be pissed. That's way too much. Okay. So is it gonna be a documentary? Can we fact check? No, it's a Disney movie. It's a Disney movie. Yes. Is it animated? No. How do you make it seven foot animation animation? That wouldn't work. No, dude. Then they wouldn't have to worry about finding stupid comment of the day. Mark went down for Jordan. My fault. Okay. But yeah. But here's the thing. They do this. Like, there's someone out there that is going to play them, and you're going to be like, whoa, that, that is them. Like, do you ever see the movie Notorious on Biggie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy looks and sounds exactly like Biggie, and he's never probably going to be in any other movie ever. He was put on this earth to act as Biggie once. 
Like maybe that is amazing. What'd you say? I said maybe it's all just a deep fake. You ever see those videos? Wild. When they're alive? No. Do you know what a deep oh. fake is? No. They use them against like politicians a lot. And it's like where now with CGI and all this crap, like you can actually make me like uh, the, the Hulu commercial with, with uh, Baker Mayfield and Saquon. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And it's like a deep fake, but they're making fun of it, but they can actually do it. I think that's nuts. Like they can, they can make you say whatever they want you to say. Like imagine how screwed our kids are. You know what I mean? Any, you can cancel anybody. Pretty soon all these little like, you know, coders and stuff, that's who you got to watch out for is the coders. The people who understand what the ones and zeros mean, that doesn't make any sense. And they can make websites. Pretty soon they're going to be making deep fakes and they can destroy you. I'm a little, not going to lie, paranoia, conspiracy theories, all that crap starts with them and deep fakes. I don't like no, the conspiracies are real. Like I think Biggie and Pac are alive. I've watched every single possible YouTube video. And all the other ones that I can't say on camera about things that were fake and stuff. But all I know is Pac and Biggie are alive, chilling on some beach. Maybe not Biggie, because it'd be hard. It'd be hard to hide him. But Pac is alive. That's not even what I was talking about. But okay. <laughs> I know. I just can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I don't think you got weird about deep fades. I can't be weird about conspiracy theories. That doesn't sound fair. Oh, let's let's talk. Let's. Let's really do some conspiracy theory research for next week because we'll have nothing to talk about again and have to really just wing it with our great personalities. Let's think about some conspiracy theories and, and, and break them down on the show, okay? Is there any other sports stuff you want to talk about? Because I want to talk about Halloween. What about Halloween? Uh, it's like three days away. Is it your favorite holiday? Halloween's kind of just like, eh. Rank rank one, two, three, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween. Where would you put them as the holidays? Uh, Thanksgiving is by far first. Um, what? By far. You eat food all day. There's not that much expectations. There's not a lot going on. So that's first for me. I get to just eat and chill. There's football games. So I, I have some work, but not like an insane amount. Um, I put Halloween second by default because I, I don't love Christmas. I hate getting presents for people and I hate receiving presents. Yeah, it is a little bit awkward and stuff, but like just the whole lead up of Christmas, it just makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't like, I don't like the cold. I don't like people. I don't like happiness. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't like receiving. I don't like receiving gifts. I feel really awkward and I, I don't like giving gifts. Um, and also, there's a lot of NBA games that day, so I usually have to work a lot. Like, it, it's just, like, an overall struggle. Also, people care a lot more about Christmas. So, like, on what family side you're going to or who you're seeing or if you're seeing the girlfriend's family, like, it's a lot more stressful for Christmas where everything else is like, ah, it's just Thanksgiving. It's one day. Like, I'll see you this weekend. Like, Halloween, like, oh, let's get dressed up together, couples costume, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Now, here's, here's my one, two, three. Okay, I'm gonna go Christmas number one. I love Christmas. It's just the best time ever. They're thinking about shutting it down in Philly. I don't know if you saw that. COVID cases are spiking because that's what Philly does. They just run around and just hug each other or beat each other up and give each Do other. Do you even get Christmas during the season? No, not really, but that's beside the, beside the point. Hold on, listen. It's a one-two race between Christmas and Thanksgiving. 
Third is Halloween. I do like Halloween. We're getting into the holiday season and all that, whatever. But dressing up, generally, I just, I, I don't get into it as much. I don't know why. I love people that do it. But here is why Thanksgiving gives Christmas a run for its money, because it's a timeless tradition in my family to put money on which uncle gets drunk the fastest and passes out first. Who's going to go down first? Who's going to be on the couch, you know, drooling, still have, you know, half a plate of food on the floor next to him. That is my favorite tradition in all of the holidays. So that's why it gives it a run for its money. But I still love Christmas the most. There's so many kids right now that are like, same. <laughs> oh, 100%. That's not relatable. Stop <laughs> listening to the podcast. Just kidding. If it's not relatable, it's not relatable. But seriously, everybody can kind of like, we all got that uncle was like, hey, make sure. It's the uncle who's like, hey, grab me a beer. That guy. Every time you walk, you can't even walk near him without him saying it. He's all, grab me a beer. Grab me a beer. Oh, <laughs> uncle Spencer. Ugh. All right. Well, I'm excited for Halloween, kind of. I don't know. I, you know I'm trying not to get that much candy. What'd you say? You want to know what I'm excited for? Me being I in Western my, my internet went out, but you just froze. You just got camera guy or whatever. No, here's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for you to start watching The Bachelorette. Yes. I'm disappointed that it took us this long to get here, but The Bachelorette Okay, and now here's here's my argument for people who say The Bachelor, especially guys, they're like, oh, you watch The Bachelor, right? That's so stupid. Like, what? I watched The Bachelor because there's all these hot girls. No. Right. The Bachelor not, is one girl. That's not it. Right. The Bachelor. Wait. Yeah. No. Okay. The Bachelorette, Bachelorette is one girl. The Bachelorette is one girl. The Bachelor, there's a bunch of girls and guys are like, oh, she's hot. What? That's not entertaining TV to me. What's entertaining is getting 10, 15 to 20 of the most corny, corny testosterone, just juice guys that you could possibly get in one room. You know, you got like six chads in there. You got a couple dudes who graduated from Harvard and just want to let everybody know, Bennett, I'm talking to you, Bennett. And I've heard you know, a lot of bad things about Bennett. Yeah, but his roast on Dale, who... By the way, Dale, I don't know if you've ever watched this show, but you're ruining my experience. You're not supposed to just come in and sweep the girl off her feet like you did. Oh, he's dominating? Night one. Night one, oh. he just went LeBron do-rag mode and just said, I'm, I'm winning. I don't care any of these other guys. And she just fell in love. She, Who's Claire, the girl? Claire. By the <sighs> way, Claire, now maybe... There's a bad, bad time to be named Claire because she has just cemented the fact that that is a certified crazy woman name. Agree or disagree? I have no comment on the subject. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's got an ex-girlfriend named Claire. I dated Claire for a while. Uh, I can agree they have. Me being politically correct and that we had a lot of fun, but it just didn't work out. I'll nope, say nope. I was going to say that she... She did not give the name the best stamp. She gave it. There's only crazy vibes coming from that name. And uh, and she was a redhead, which combo, not great. Hairdressers, careful. Wee woo, wee woo, red flag, pop. You know what I'm saying? Right, but we don't like this, Claire. No, we don't like this, Claire, um, at, at all. She's ruining the show. Uh, she, she, night one, 
Like the dude just got out of the car, walked up to her, uh, gave her a hug. And she said, I just think I met my husband. Like what? How, how does that make sense? But there's, you know, they're teasing this whole like huge, never before seen on the bachelor or bachelorette, you know, event that's going to take place um, next week. Possibly we might get a new bachelorette mid season. They teased it wild. So I'm going to need you to catch up. I'm going to need you to catch up so we can really break this down next week. But that's your, that's your weekly. And I say weekly because I'm going to break it down every week, whether you like it or not, we'll do it towards the end. Like we're doing now. So if you want to just, you know, shut it off, you can, uh, you know, but we're going to do it every week because it's, it's the best thing on television right now. No sports are really on outside of football. The Dodgers I'm excited. did and, you know, won the COVID championship. They're probably all going to just pop positive here. Right. But who cares? I mean, as long as they don't hurt anybody, the manager thing's a little weird though. You can't do that. Don't, don't yeah. put other people in danger, but yeah, I just don't like him. We didn't suck, Tom. Your internet's not great right now. So you, we didn't suck, but we weren't the best ever. Okay. Sometimes you just got to be right in the, the middle. And that's where we were today, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. Cause if you enjoyed it, this wasn't our best go round. My internet sucks. I'm going to try to figure it out. I can't even get a hold of anybody at Xfinity uh, because they do this automated crap. I'm trying to talk to just a real person. That's all I need. So I can fix this internet and play call of duty and record a podcast. That's it. That's all I asked for. Jesus. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Another episode of subject to change. Make sure you follow all of our socials. Even though I talked all crap about social media today, overtime, Tom, Jordan McCabe five, more importantly than our two knuckleheads, Follow subject to change pod on Instagram. Because, I'm gonna put it in my bio. Huh? I'm gonna put subject to change in my bio. It's like it's like you're dating the podcast, and that's what I need from you, Tom. I need full commitment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. Not whatever you did with Claire. It, it, it didn't seem like it worked out. As long as you didn't put her in your bio, we're good to go. Everybody have a great week. We love you, and we will see you next time. Peace.